Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. We exist to equip pastors and leaders in the local church to transcend beyond current culture, to see government through the lens of the gospel, and engage as modeled in the scriptures. I am Leo Lazzarini. And I'm Greg Baker. And I'm Brian English. Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. Thank you for joining us for one more episode on our podcast. And today we have a special guest, Greg Can you please introduce our special guest to our listeners? Yeah, so just a few weeks ago, we had Josh Hirschberger in here from Indiana. Got to hear the great things going on in Indiana. And we actually have the director of our largest state with a church ambassador network in it. That is Brian English. He is the state director of the church ambassador network in the country, excuse me, state (laughs) of Texas. (laughs) You got that right. It, it, it plays either way, um, but I'm glad to be here. It's, it's, it's fun to be a part of what we're doing. Thanks so much, Brian, for joining us. Brian, why don't you share with us a little bit of your trajectory to the Church Ambassador Network, maybe your involvement with ministry, and how you know your story has, been, um, um, has led you or how God has led you to this ministry. Sure. Well, without... Uh, making a long story too much longer than it needs to be. Uh, my wife and I grew up here in Iowa and uh, met, got married, went to college, and began our life of ministry together um, a little over 30 years ago. And uh, that that path has taken us to a lot of different places. We, we ran a Bible camp in Wyoming for a while and then came back to Spencer, and I pastored at the church where I grew up for about six years. During that time, pastoring here in Iowa, got familiar with what was then Iowa Family Policy Council, but is now the family leader. And uh, this ministry was such a blessing to me in that role as a pastor. And so that was my first exposure to the blessing of having a parachurch ministry that comes alongside and elevates what I was called to do in that pastoral role. Um, God has opened up doors over the years for uh, Amy and me to do all sorts of different things. And from my time at the church there in Spencer, he started opening doors for me to have more and more exposure and influence in the world of politics and public policy and um, have have been a congressional staffer and have uh, worked on campaigns, but always have engaged each opportunity that God gave me with the perspective that it was an opportunity to be a light, to to be very transparent about my motivation for what I do, which is to elevate the name of Jesus Christ. And um, as we continued to follow those those open doors and take advantage of those opportunities that God gave us, took us from Iowa to a season where we lived in the D.C. area, um, and more recently in the last seven years, we have been living in Texas. And um, I love Texas, uh, have... Uh, like a lot of people had had this sort of dream of being a Texan and have just really enjoyed it. Uh, it Texas has a, a very unique atmosphere and attitude, and if if you are willing to jump in and to adopt the culture, uh, it's a it's a group mm-hmm. of people that will just open their arms and welcome you in, and and uh, you you find a place to fit really fast. In fact. Um, 
Amy and I have said that we feel more at home in Houston, Texas than we probably have ever felt any place that we've ever been in our life together. And so God has taken us to a city, a state, and a ministry that is such a good fit for us because now we are taking advantage of those opportunities and education that he gave me working in both pastoral ministry and in, in the political arena and in the public policy sphere as the executive director for the Church Ambassador Network in Texas, now I get to put those all together. And when I invite pastors to come with us to the Capitol, um, I feel like a, a translator. When I've gone on foreign mission trips, if, if I go to a country that doesn't speak English, I need a translator. Mm-hmm. When I invite a pastor to come to the Capitol, I'm very fluent in the language of the Capitol because I've worked in that arena, right. but I'm also fluent in the language of the the pastoral ministry because I've lived that life as well. So God is just mm-hmm. so good to take the, the total of our life experience and to mm-hmm. continue to both grow us, but give us opportunities to serve. So that's, mm-hmm. that's my path to where we're at. It includes the the Family Policy Council here being such a blessing to me early on in my ministry and over a lifetime and now the opportunity for us to work together in this capacity is just an amazing blessing. Amen. What's neat about each of our states is there is a state pride that comes with each of them. And some of the national calls can get pretty funny, <laughs> especially in college football season. Yeah. But it, it's important to have that. Like we don't want to be nationalistic to the point of idolatry, Mm -hmm. but we want to love our temporary residents. And Brian would be ineffective in his ministry if he didn't love Texas, just like we'd be ineffective here if we didn't love Iowa. Mm -hmm. And we think about the church in Bassanari, we want to strike this delicate balance of our citizenship lies in heaven. My citizenship changed on April 18th, 2010. Mm -hmm. I immigrated from the kingdom of man into the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. But... God has kept me here. Right. And we want to love this place of temporary residence. And one of the best ways to do ministry, not only at the Capitol, but right there in your neighborhood, Mm -hmm. is to genuinely and authentically love the people. Mm -hmm. And when we genuinely and authentically love the people, Mm -hmm. we will live out the Great Commission. Mm -hmm. Because the greatest gift we can give anybody is the gospel itself. Mm-hmm. So I love about Brian is he does love Texas, mm-hmm. and he loves it in a biblical way. He loves his local church there in Sugarland, and he loves the state as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I think people are going to be very impressed the more and more God continues to build a team in Texas that is going to reach this large state. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Brian, what was unique about the vision of the Church Ambassador Network that drew you into uh, this ministry? Yeah, so now that you've got a little taste of my background, you can imagine as we were in a season where God was moving us uh, from one ministry to another, and anyone who's been in ministry has probably experienced that a time or two. We knew that God was was preparing us for the next thing, and, and we just weren't sure quite what that was. Um, started getting a call or two and, and some emails and, and just a heads up that the Church Ambassador Network uh, paradigm was being exported from Iowa into other states. At that point, I think there were 11 states yeah, in total. Correct. And and so there was an invitation to 
sort of take a look at this. And I, I had not uh, been aware of what y'all were doing up to that point. And so as I started to look and to see what had happened, my understanding of the FPC movement uh, was previous to the Church Ambassador Network. And mm-hmm. as I started to see how this ministry elevates the gospel, completes the, the paradigm in that when we go into the capital, it should be really apparent that we're, we're the Christians, we're, we're the believers, mm-hmm. we're representing the church. Mm-hmm. Good public policy is very important, and it's, it's something that deserves our attention. But every single person in that Capitol building mm. is a person that is precious to God, and so they should be precious to us because mm-hmm. their political votes and opinions, those, those are important, and they do impact our temporary home, as you put it. Mm-hmm. But our heartbeat has to be to share Jesus and and to encourage those that are believers who are operating in that arena, but also to reach out to those who are not yet believers and mm-hmm. and to not be so frustrated when someone who doesn't share our worldview right. acts in a way yeah. that reflects mm-hmm. their worldview. Mm-hmm. To to not be so frustrated with that that we fail to see the opportunity to share Christ and to welcome them to the kingdom. And so, mm-hmm. the things that drew me to this were that it, it played to my strengths. It was it was obvious as I started to line up the the requirements for a state director mm-hmm. to my background, how much overlap there was. Right. But also having spent a, a career in and around the the arena to see that God was raising up a new um, approach mm-hmm. to an old problem. And and this new approach reflects the early church. It's coming mm-hmm. full circle. It's it's yeah. uh, getting things back into a proper balance. And so, from from a ministry perspective, it was very appealing because it was such a good fit. But from uh, the perspective of someone who's getting older, who's been in in this a while, mm-hmm. and um, from a political perspective, had at times become jaded or discouraged. Um, to be reminded not to focus on the things that are happening today mm-hmm. from a perspective of our immediate circumstances, but to filter it through the lens of eternity mm-hmm. and to see those people that I disagree with sometimes politically as as precious to God, as in need of Christ, and to recognize that I have an opportunity to speak into their life in a way that I wouldn't have without the experience God had given me the, the previous 15 or 20 years. Mm-hmm. So it it was, I was drawn to this ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, it It is such a good fit. And I will tell you, I, I get up each morning with, with an energy that um, is unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this is a fulfillment of decades of God working in my life to get me ready for this. And so I... I love the people that I work with. I love the paradigm of the ministry, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see the fruit that that will come from this. Mm. Praise God, Brian. Um, how about we share a little bit about Texas? What has happened so far? Where things are at in the vision for the future? Um, let me start with you, Brian. What? How has how has the engagement with the church in Texas been? Engagement with the governing authorities uh, at the Capitol, sure. and then what are you guys looking forward to the future? Love for you guys too. Sure. Well, one of the things that you wrestle with 
in a state like Texas is just the size and scope right. of the state. Mm-hmm. Geographically, from a population perspective, we're in the South, and so we have a higher concentration of evangelical churches per capita than mm-hmm. uh, most states. And so Texas is a state with 30 million people, so about 10 right. times the size of the state of Iowa. Mm-hmm. And um, it geographically is just it's its own country, as you kind of alluded to at the beginning mm-hmm. of the, the podcast. And so um, as we've started to look at how do we effectively mm-hmm. build a ministry that is designed around relationships, mm-hmm. w- we quickly realized that that can't be focused just in one city. We, we can't just be in the capital city of Austin and expect to have the influence and the relationships required right. to effectively implement the model around mm-hmm. the state. And so as, as we've looked at how do we effectively do this ministry, we um, divided the state into six regions. Mm-hmm. And uh, just for comparison, each of those six regions has enough people in it that it would be bigger than some of the other states that are part of the Church Ambassador Network. And so we're in the process of hiring regional directors Mm -hmm. to oversee the the development of the ministry in their section of the state. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a wonderful young man, uh, Pastor Nino Gonzalez in San Antonio, who's building our team and, and building the ministry in South Texas. We just hired uh, a great minister up in Fort Worth, um, mm-hmm. Pastor Ed Upton, who has a, a phenomenal background that includes pastoral ministry, but also administration and mm-hmm. um, team building and leading. He, he's going to be phenomenal. Um, looking forward to making an announcement uh, mm-hmm. uh, a director for the East Texas, probably based in the Dallas uh, mm-hmm. metro, but responsible for East Texas very soon. And we're aggressively looking for a director in the Austin area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have a region in Houston where I live, but we will eventually have a dedicated regional director in the Houston area, and then mm-hmm. West Texas will be its own region as well. So when you think about where we're at, um, mm-hmm. our team currently has four full-time staffers. I'm, okay. I'm excited about the way God's built the team. Uh, right now, anyway, yeah. I can say all four of us have pastoral ministry experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, not everybody is is as fluent with the, the public policy and the capital right. perspective. But when I hire, I tell people, um, I can teach you how to navigate the capital. I, I can mm-hmm. teach just about anyone how to avoid the, the landmines and the pitfalls but I can't teach you to have a call to ministry. Mm -hmm. And we are so fortunate to have um, men whose call to ministry is very clearly apparent. Mm -hmm. They have a track record of building disciples, making disciples, Mm -hmm. sharing Jesus, uh, looking for ways to elevate the kingdom. And uh, whether they have a lot or little experience in the arena of government, that's Mm -hmm. something that we can teach, and I've been just so impressed with how quickly everyone has integrated and um, just very, very excited about um, the way God has enabled us to take the lessons we've learned in the local church and apply it to our ministry at the Capitol. And mm-hmm. so um, that's that's kind of where we're at. We've, we've divvied the state up. We're, we're trying to hire these directors first so that they can sort of build their team underneath. Mm-hmm. But the reception, even just as we're getting started, has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, governing officials 
are very excited about what we're doing. Okay. I think there's some skepticism mm -hmm. because sometimes the church is perceived one way or the other as either overly involved in, in the political process or overly disengaged from governance. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're coming in and saying we want to walk alongside you and be a partner in governing. Mm -hmm. um, that's new to, to somebody. They're, they're open to the idea, very warm to the idea. Mm -hmm. Pastors, um, similarly, they, they're a little cautious until they really catch a glimpse of our heart, mm -hmm. that this is ministry, that this is genuinely motivated by our desire to share the gospel and to elevate the name of Christ. And once mm -hmm. they catch the, the vision that this is a legitimate ministry, pastors overwhelmingly are just very excited to be a part of what's, mm -hmm. what's going on. And um, we're, we're getting started with the partnership component. I'm sure your listeners have heard Person Shepherd Partner over and over. Mm -hmm. we're, we're getting into that partnership phase where we've got enough credibility now that we can go to some of these community impact ministries mm -hmm. and explain to them our ministry paradigm, give them some examples of our interactions with governing officials, mm -hmm. and then to explain how having practical examples of the gospel in action at the community level mm -hmm. will benefit our governing officials as they look at the way the church addresses things like poverty or homelessness or drug addiction or mm -hmm. all the different uh, areas where we have ministries. Those community impact ministries are very excited about the opportunity awesome. to partner with us. And so um, God's, God's favor is just mm -hmm. so apparent. In, in the way he's bringing the right staff, in the way that he's connecting us with pastors mm -hmm. around the state, in the way that he's opening doors for us to partner with ministries that have had great community impact and with receptivity or reception from the governing officials. So uh, we are very, very excited about where we're at. Um, the whole team is is the type of personality we want to run hard and we want to chase mm -hmm. after God. Um, and so I'm excited to see where we'll be a year from now, five years from now. Mm -hmm. um, this is a great season. That's very exciting. Texas, the Church Ambassador Network of Texas, is part of the Daniel Impact. Mm -hmm. Greg, would you mind sharing with us a little bit of the, about the Daniel Impact, where we're at today, and why are you excited about Texas um, in the midst of all the states that's plugging in with this movement that's just uh, happening all across uh, the country? Leo, from the get-go... We've committed to make this podcast international in flavor. Mm -hmm. Reason being is our God's not bound to a country mm -hmm. or a time period mm -hmm. or a classification of people. Mm -hmm. He's an all-powerful, all-controlling God throughout the entire world, throughout all time. Mm -hmm. And he has fearfully and wonderfully made every person. Amen. The Daniel impact is that mindset. For whatever reason, reasons above our pay grade, he started the vision in Des Moines, Iowa. Mm -hmm. And God will often use small thanks to make big changes. And we think about the church, it began in Galilee, mm. not even the capital of the insignificant part of the Roman Empire. But as we read through the New Testament, it went well beyond the region of Judea. Mm -hmm. And 
the Lord's people obeyed and they followed him. Hmm. And that, that's what we've done here. God has given us a vision for the area of government to empower the church to engage. We've worked to be faithful in Des Moines. And God has now allowed it to go to 16 other state capitals hmm. beyond our own. And we have another six states work and do onboard and bring this same exact ministry. And it looks the same everywhere. We're in Delaware, Maine, I think of the New England region. Mm. We're in the West, in Arizona, in Alaska, all around the Midwest. And God's been really growing our presence in the South as mm-hmm. of late. Uh, whatever reason, we picked up a Southern flair. We've added Texas, Kentucky, Virginia, Georgia. Mm-hmm. But what's amazing about Aleo is it, it doesn't look that different. Mm. And the number of times people tell me, oh, this works in that one spot, mm-hmm. but it won't work mm-hmm. here. Oh, it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. So I read the book of Acts, and it's, God didn't limit that to a part of the world. He brought it throughout the entire world, and mm-hmm. it all still works today, and that is true here. We read it back to the roots of the scriptures, the Bible, how God told us to live out our lives, mm-hmm. we will find that it works in places like Austin. Mm-hmm. We'll find that it works in places like Madison. And we will someday find, I don't know if I'll get to be the one that sees it, but it'll work in places like Beijing. Amen. It's going to work in places like Paris. Mm-hmm. So our God is an eternal God. And that is our heart. We're going to be faithful to wherever he calls us to go. And Texas, to this time, has been our, our biggest challenge. Mm-hmm. It, but it also brings the biggest opportunity. Because mm-hmm. I, I believe it is working there. It will work there. Mm-hmm. And Texas is going to build our platform where someday we're going to have a state director on here from California mm-hmm. and New York and Illinois. And someday we're going to have an international person on here. I know it's going to happen, Leo. Mm-hmm. And what I can commit is we will be faithful. We will root it in the word. We will root it in prayer. Because mm-hmm. transformation has a name. And his name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And hope has a name. And his name is Jesus. Amen. And there is under no name, other name, than Jesus that those two can come. Mm-hmm. So we will be found faithful. And we'll continue to pray that God will send us laborers. Mm-hmm. to carry out this work. Well, thank you so much, Greg. Thanks so much, Brian. Thanks for sharing with us about what's happening in the state of Texas and how that fits within the vision of the Daniel Impact, not only for the country of the United States, but also with the vision for the whole world to bring the gospel to every country and to our kings that are all over the world. So we, we want to be found faithful. Um, Well, thank you, listeners, for joining us for one more episode of the Shepherd King podcast. We hope to see you again. The Shepherd King podcast is brought to you by the Church Ambassador Network, a ministry of the Family Leader Foundation that inspires the church to engage government for the advance of God's kingdom. For more information about the Church Ambassador Network, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, thefamilyleader.com backslash church.